Soita Daf Yud Beis Amud Aleph, page twelve, side A. Daika Nami, I'll also bring you a proof that Kolev was not the son of Knaz. Dixi, because in many places it's written Kolev ben Yifuna Haknizi, but it doesn't say ben Knaz. It says ben Yifuna Haknizi. Uh, it doesn't say Ben Knaz as it says about Asniel. Shemami knows, so we hear from this, that he wasn't his son, but rather that he was from the family members of Knaz. Now the Gemara goes back to explain the Pasik of Kolev Ben Chetzrein, Hoylid Es Azuva Isha Ve'es Yiriyes, Ve'ele Bnei Ve'ele Boneo Yoshor Ve'sheve Ve'ardi. So, Azuva, Zoi Miriam. Uh, Azuva, that is Miriam. Uh, Miriam, uh, our sister. Veloma Nikra Shmo Azuva. Why was her name called Azuva? Shakoil Azavu Mit Chiloso. That everybody neglected her in the beginning. In the beginning, when she became sick because of her leprosy. So, all the uh, young. Israel did not want to marry her. So she's called Azuva. So the Gemara asks about this that we say that Kolev gave birth to Azuva, which is Miriam. So, Hoylid, how could it be he gave birth to her? But he, she was, Miriam was Kolev's wife, not his daughter. And the Gemara answers, Amar Abi Yechanan, says Rabbi Yechanan, Kol Hanoise Ishol Shem Shomayim, anyone who marries a woman for the sake of heaven, Mala Olov Hakosuv, Kilu Yilodo, the Torah counts it as if, counts it for him as if he gave birth to her. And Kolev married Miriam Lashem Shomayim. And likewise, what it says that he uh, gave birth to, that uh, Kolev ben Chesrin gave birth to Yirius, it says Yirius, uh, that is, that he married Miriam. And the reason she's called so is Shahayu Paneho Yirius, that her face was, uh, looked like Yirius, uh, looked like the curtains, uh, because of her sickness, her face was green without a reddish color. And then when it says in the Pasuk further on, Ve'ela Bonneho, these are her sons. So, Altikra Bonneho, don't recall, don't pronounce it her sons, because they're not really the names of her sons. Ela Bonneho. Those are those who built her, that's her husband. Um, Because he built her through marriage. And then she had children like other women. But then the Pasik counts, who are the Boneho, or who are these Boneho? Yashar is Sheyishir as Atzmai, that he made himself straight so that he should not make a mistake of the Meraglim. He's called Sheivav because Sheshivav, he rebelled as Yitzray, his inclination, he did not participate in the advice of the spies. And also he's called the Ardain because Sherodo es Yitzray, because he forced, he ruled over his inclination, who persuaded him to 
go along with the mistake of the Meraglim, and he ruled over it and he didn't follow. And other people say that he's called Ardin al-Shahoyu Poneho Doimim Leveret. That her face, Miriam's face, after she was healed, were similar to a Veret to a rose. Um, further, the Pasik says, Ula Ashkur Avisekoya the Gemara explains this pasuk with regards to Kolov and Miriam. Ashur zekolif. That refers to Kolov. Why was he called Ashur? Because his face has become darkened through fasting because he accepted on himself fastings to save himself from the advice of the spies. He's also called Avi, so that's called Ashkur. Avi, because Shenaselo Ka'ov, he became to her like a father. He worried about uh, healing her and uh, the necessary food for a person who's sick. And he's also called Tukoya, Shetokas Libo Ilovim Sheva Shemaim. He stuck his heart to his father in heaven. In other words, he accepted upon himself not to go along with the advice of the spies. So the Gemara explains this, that it says that Kolev that Kolev had two wives, doesn't mean simply, but Naso Miriam Kishtei Noshim, that Miriam became like uh, two women. Chelo v'naira, loy chelo v'naira havi, there weren't two women that were called so, Ella. But Chila, but Miriam in the beginning, she was called Chela because of her sickness. Ulebasayif, when she was healed, then she's called Naira because the uh, her face uh, turned around. She became like a Naira, like a young, like a young woman. Uh, then the pasuk continues over there. It says Uvnei Chela Tzeres V'Tzoychar V'Esnon and they also darshan this pasuk of Miriam. She's called Tzeres because she She became a tzara, a problem for her friends because they were jealous in her beauty. And she's also called Tzoyhar. Uh, um, um, for her face was shining like the afternoon. And she's also called Esnon, uh, because she called her uh, Isa, anyone who would see her uh, would immediately uh, want to have a relationship. And he goes ahead, brings a gift to his wife so that they can have a relationship. Um, the Gemara now goes back to explain the verses with regards to the uh, Shibud Mitzrayim, the enslavement of Egypt. It says in the Pesach, Pari instructed all of his people that all all the sons throw into the river and all the daughters you should not live. Rabbi Yesi Barachanina said that this decree Afalame goes up. He also 
decreed it about his own people. There were three decrees to throw the born for the born ones into the river Gozar. Pari decreed. But in the beginning, he decreed of those Jewish newborns, and he didn't place uh, guards, but he relied on the midwives. And he said to them, Im If he's a son, you kill him. And afterwards, until the end, he set down guards, and he said to them, Kol all sons that are born, you throw them into the river. That was uh, for the guards, made, they made sure. But still, the decree only applied to the uh, Yisrael, to the Jews. But at the end, when the stargazer told them that the uh, Savior of the Jews has not yet been smitten, he also decree, decreed on his own people. Pasuk says, "Vayelech ish mi beislevi," and then it says, "Vayikhas baislevi." You talk about slave. So the Gemara says, "Laheichin halach." Where did he go? It says he went. Where did Amram go? So the Gemara says, "Oh, my Rabbi Yehuda bar Zivino." So Rabbi Yehuda bar Zivino says, "Shaholach baatzas bitay." That Amram went and followed the advice of his his daughter Miriam. She advised him that he should uh, re-take uh, his wife to be. A Mekadashir a second time. Like we learned in the Brais. Tono, we learned the Brais. Amram Gedoil Hadoyr Hoyo. Amram was a great man in his generation, and people would listen to him. And therefore, Kivon Shagozar Padre Horosha. Once Padre the evil decreed about the Jewish people that Kol Habein Hayilo Dayeda Tashtuchu, all the sons that are born should be thrown into the river. Amrar, so Amram said, In vain we are putting effort in the birth, because at the end they will be killed through Paris servants. So he got up and he divorced his wife. And as a result, in his footsteps, So all the people also got up and divorced, they too divorced their wives. So Miriam, his daughter, says to him, Abba, father, your decree to divorce the women is more difficult. more than Because Pari decreed to throw in the sons to the river. For his decree only is applicable to the males. But you decree that they should divorce their wives. And this way you have decreed a destruction for the male and the females. And further, He only decreed for this world because those will be born that will die, will nevertheless live, live in the world to come. But Ve'ato and you, um, through your action of not of divorce, you causing them that they should be destroyed. In this world, in the world to come. Because since they won't be born, they will also not go up or get up in Amabo. And further, Pari Arosha Sofik Miskayemes Gzero Sofik Ainemis Kiyemes.
the evil parry, we're not sure whether his decree will uh, come to follow, go through, will be fulfilled, or maybe not be fulfilled, because possibly the Rakhadish Baruch will not allow for this Gzaira. But Ato Tzadik, but you are a Tzadik, Bevadashik is a Roscham is for sure that your decree that there should be no children will be fulfilled. Shanamar Vesigzara Imar Vyakam Loch. And you decree and you say, and it comes true for you. So Amram listened to the uh, voice of his daughter. And Amadechzidis Ishtoi, he got up and he brought his wife back. He returned, remarried her. And in his footsteps, everybody got up and they too returned their wives. So the Gemara says, since we are explaining that the Pasik means Vayelach means that he went back and he retook her. So why does it say Vayikach? Which has the understanding that this was a first time taking. It should have said that he returned the daughter of Levi because she was already his wife from before. More answers. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Zvino said, we learn out from the Loshan of Ayikach, that Amram redid in the second time that he married her, the act, he did like the act of the first Likuchim, Maise Likuchim of the first one. That is, what did he do? Hoyshiva ba'apiryoin, he set her in the apiryoin, in with great honor. Ba'arinu miryum ragdim lefaneho, and Arinu miryum were dancing in front of her. Umalach ha'shodis omru, and the angels that serve said about her, Eim habonim semecha, the mother of the sons, is rejoicing. So the Gemara asks, the Posik says, as Bas Levi. He took the door of Levi. So the Gemara, Efsher, Bas Meya, Ushleishim, Is it possible that although she's 130 years, uh, we're talking about the second time, Vikori Lei, and the Posik calls her Bas, Bas means the daughter, must that she was a youngster, a child, and he doesn't call her Isha. Uh, since she was already 130 years. Uh, how do we know that she's 130 years? The Gemara brings a proof. said, It is written when the Jews descended to Mitzrayim, it says, There were 70. So although the number that are specified in the Psukim was only 69, so the 70 in soul is that she was conceived uh, in the, on, on the root but uh, she was born in between uh, the gates meaning while they already entered into Egypt uh, she became the 70 because with regards to Yecheved it says that she has given birth to her, to Yechavet, to Levi in Mitzrayim. So from the fact that it says Asher Yoldo, so that tells us that Leidoso be Mitzrayim. Her birth was in Mitzrayim, but Ve'ein Heidoso be Mitzrayim, but her, she was not conceived in Mitzrayim. 
So since she was born on the day that he entered Egypt, so it turns out that when Amram went back to marry her, she was 130 years. I think one answers, um, Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda, that the reason why she's called Bas is that she was had signs of youth, just like a bas, kibas, just like a daughter. Uh, the woman conceived, that's, uh, and she gave birth, that's Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Gemara asks, why does the Pasuk say, Vatar Isha? After it says, Vayelech ish, Vayikach. Vahavas mi abra bey tlosi yarchemikore. She was already pregnant with Moshe from the first marriage. And that was three chadashim, three months, before he retook her. The Gemara answers, Amar of Yehuda Barzivino. Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda Barzivino says, that the Torah writes the pregnancy next to the birth, to compare the birth to the conceiving, to teach us, just like the conceiving was done without, was without pain, also the birth was done without pain. From here we see that the righteous woman like Yecheved, they were not included in the Pisco in the note of Chava, which means they were not, Pandem was not decreed the pain in the uh, pregnancy and the birth as was decreed on Chava. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the Pesach says, She saw that it was good. Tanya, we learned in Abraise. What is this goodness that she saw? The mayor says, Toiv Shmoi, that the name of the child is Toiv. She saw it, Toiv. Rabbi Yudha says that they added the name of Yudkin's name, that Toivia Shmoi, that his name was really not Toiv, but Toivia, they added the Yudkin. Rabbi Chemnitsa says that um, she saw in the Ruch HaKodesh that he will, is destined to be Hogun Linevius, fit for prophecy. Others say that Noilat Kishumol, he was born circumcised. At the time that Moshe was born, the entire house was filled with light. Ksiv Hocha, they learned because Ksiv Hocha, here it says, Vatele Oisoi Kitaifu, she saw that he was good. Ksiv Hocha, over there it's written with regards to creation of the world, Vayar El Kimasair Kitaif. And Hashem saw the light that it was good. So we see that the light is called Taif. Vatitzpineu, so that's why we're saying that he was um, um, born, that this Balabai is Oir. But it's Beneu Shloshirochim. So the Gemara explains that the reason that she could have hid him for three months was 
the Egyptians counted the nine months to her pregnancy from the day that Amram remarried her. But we have a but in actuality she was already pregnant with Moshe from the first marriage. And that was that was three months before he brought her back the second time. So it turns out that she gave birth to six months from the uh, from the second uh, from the second time that he took her. So he was born after six months. So um, she actually gave birth at the end. Six Chodoshim from the second time that he took her. Which is really nine months from the time that he was conceived, but six times from the, from the time that he took her again, which was three months later. And therefore he was able to hide her for, hide him after he was birthed for another three months, because they didn't suspect that she's going to give birth until after nine months from her second marriage. And she gave birth nine months from her first marriage, which was six months after her second marriage, and she had three months to hide the baby. So nothing more says, And then she, after that, after she couldn't hide him anymore. Amai. Why couldn't she hide it? Just like she hid him for the three months, Titzpanei with Tezel. Why couldn't she continue to hide him? The more answers, Elo, the reason she couldn't hide him, is because when the Egyptian would hear that a Jewish child was born, they would find the child by means of they would bring another baby there so that the Jewish child should hear him and will start to cry uh, and therefore she couldn't hide Moshe any longer because she was afraid they were going to uh, do this and reveal uh, in other words uh, the Baskel was saying to the waters uh, of the um, of the sea when the uh, the Mitzrim were uh, bringing them into the water. Uh, they should drown these shualim. Those are the um, those are the um, Egyptian children shualim because they were uh, destroying uh, the kromim mechablim kromim. At the time, both Carmenus smother our uh, Carmen was smothered. So their shu, their shu'olim, their little Egyptians would reveal the Jewish children. They would reveal the Jewish children. They are um, uh, the uh, children when they're young. They're called smother. That's like the grapes when it's very small. It's called smother. So that they are uh, smother. So they were mechablim the kromim the smother. So she took for him a table of Goimer, and then she says the Posik, and she smeared it with the Chemer and Zephyr, 
as Hayal she placed the baby into the box. Um, Yechavet placed the baby in the box. The Gemara asks, Maishno, how come she placed him goyme in a goyme? Uh, it would seem like he would be more protected in other, more harder words. The Gemara answers, Omer Avalozor, Avalozor Mikan. From here we can bring a proof that their money is more value to them, more dear to them, more than their body. And therefore they used a cheap item, the goyma, instead of regular wood. Why is it actually so precious to them, their money more than the body? Because they don't stretch out their hands in gazel to steal. Shmuel bar Nachmoni Omar. Shmuel bar Nachmoni says the reason why he took a goyme is because dovor rach. It's something soft, soft item. She yochel lamed bifnei dovor rach v'nei dovor kasha. It can hold, can withstand whether the uh, teva would be uh, come confront a something which is soft. Uh, so when it hits us, uh, or when it hits something hard, because something soft, when it hits a stone, it would it just goes back; it doesn't break. So it, this goyme would withstand both. This is the pasuk is about tachmero b'chemer b'zefes. She smeared it with chemer b'zefes. Tana we learned in the brayse that they smeared the box chemer mibifnim. The chamer was on the inside, the zephyrs me bachutz, but the tar was the outside, not the inside. Kedeisha loy yariach oisei tzadik reyach ro, so that tzadik, Moshe Rabbeinu, should not smell the bad smell of the zephyrs of the tar. Vatosem bo esayeled, vatosem basuf, she placed the child inside the box. She placed it by suf, al, then it says asfasi yoyer at the edge of the river. And the Gemara, Explains what is this suf? It's a batosim basuf. Rabbi Lozer, Aimer, Rabbi Lozer says that she placed him in Yamsuf, in the Yamsuf, the series. Rabbi Shmuel Banachmoni, Omer, Rabbi Shmuel Banachmoni says, 